0: Welcome back to an episode of Football Front, Season 1, Episode 29. Today we go over everything that happened in this week 1 of the NFL season, because we finally made it. So let's get right into it. So to start off today's episode... We're going to do a quick preview of the Ravens Raiders game coming up for Monday night football. So I'm recording this on, yep, you know, 6.30 on a on Monday. So, you know, it still hasn't happened yet. It happens at 8.15 on Monday. It's probably over we'll here by then. But, uh, anyway, the uh, I'm going to predict the Ravens for that game. Like, I mean, ha- I don't care how many injuries they have. Lamar Jackson is just going to be insane. I mean, it's hard to stop them all. You know, I don't care. Like, I'm just looking for the injury. List. Now, this sucks. Marcus Peters, Nick Boyle, Gus Edwards, Derek Wolk, James Smith, among others. You know, but I mean, I still would trust them to win this game. I mean, the Raiders aren't a bad team, but they're not out of a great team. I I wouldn't call them a Raiders. That's my opinion. Though. I mean, uh, what's his name? Questionable. Uh, Josh Jacobs is questionable, and that that's not helpful for any team except for the Ravens, because that that just they just, that means they lose another aspect to that uh, offense, and I, that doesn't help. I, I'm gonna go with the Baltimore Ravens if I had to give a prediction, I think it's going to be like 24 I'm going to need to go 24 17. now, that's just a random oddball prediction, I have no input really, I guess you can it input on that game, because I don't, I haven't seen any of these teams, but I'll probably give more in-depth reviews as the season gets going, because, you know, I don't know what half these plays Sorry, half these teams can play. On. For all I know, the Cowboys can go sixteen. No, sixteen. Uh, you know, for all I know, the Steelers could go seventeen and zero, and the Ravens could go only seventeen. Now I don't happened, happen. That wouldn't happen. No, but that can that kind of stuff is what I'm saying. Um. Steelers. Uh, it's now we sorry. We're gonna start all the. Uh, games start start going over all the games uh start going over all the games from uh, sunday actually i'll start thursday uh buccaneers beat the cowboys 31 29 to open up the nfl season go look, quick look at the box score for that and tell you some of those stats uh 42 58 403 yards three touchdowns and one interception from Dak Prescott. Phenomenal game. I'll give him that. But you can't be throwing the ball 58 times in a game, especially in the upper running back like Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, why? Just why are you throwing it 58 times a game and only giving Ezekiel Elliott 11 carries? Who's that guy that you need to get going? And that's not going to do it. 11 carries, thirty-three yards isn't getting him going because he's only getting 11 carries. He needs more than eleven carries. He's you know you, you can't be having have Dak throw fifty eight passes. You know, and then the same thing with Tom Brady. You can't have him throw fifty passes. You know, 32, 50, 279 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions. That you can't. I'm fucking like it, but uh you can't be having uh t- you know Tom Brady throw fifty times again. Only getting a better point at nine carries and wild drones four carries. That's a total of 13 carries plus Jets with Antonio Brown. That's that's 14 carries. They get the total of 14 carries, the Cowboys only have 18 carries. That's not good. You can't be handing it off 18, 14 pounds a game. I, I don't like it. Uh, Receiving-wise, Godwin had 9 receptions, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Antonio Brown had 5 receptions, 121 yards, and a touchdown. Gronkowski had 8 receptions, 90 yards, and 2 touchdowns uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Amari Cooper went crazy, 13 receptions, 139 yards, and 2 touchdowns. C.D. Lamb also was very good with 7 receptions, 104 yards, and a touchdown. That's the receiving, um, and uh, defensively, both teams were, I guess you could say, solid enough, that's what I'm going to say, I'm just going to say solid enough, Not all. the only way I can do it is just to say <laughs> That's that mm-hmm. game. Now will move on to the next game. This is on the begins or this whole fight, you know, because the game's coming in on my end. Not, you know, the game's y'all on here first. am just coming out the moment. Uh, Steelers win 23 16 over the Bills. Josh Allen with 30 of 51, 270 yards, and a touchdown. What is it with people throwing 50 times a game? Why? Try! You, like, every team's now looking like the Steelers going to the Wildcard game against the Cleveland Browns, throwing it literally like 16 times a game and going for 500 yards. So Josh Allen, you, you can't have him throw 51 times in the game. Gavin Singletary only gets 11 carries. Najee Harris only got 16, but Rob is for only 32 times. 18 32, 288 yards and I think they are now more depth at the goal, with I that running back. You know, but actually, no, that that's really not. <laughs> I thought they were using someone else for breaking too. But, you know, that's just not, you can't be having that. You can't be throwing it 50 times a day. You can't have to do it. um for pittsburgh's receiving juju had four sections 52 yards chase Claypool three receptions, 45 yards deontay johnson got injured in the first quarter at five receptions and 36 yards um Diggs from the buffalo Bills side of things had nine receptions 69 yards and colby with eight receptions for 60 yards um it, it was a solid performance on both ends, but still, I don't think we should be it 50 times again. The other big thing I just want to say is um that blocked pun changed the entire game. I don't care what you say, that changed the entire game. A block punt by Ulysses Gilbert third. Block the punt, takes it in for a touchdown. Changed the whole game. That's what it was. I mean, um, I don't think with, without that, it would have been a tie game. They didn't score that, and they wouldn't have had no momentum. So that means the ball, Buffalo Bills could have won that game if Ulysses Gilbert III didn't block that pump. Next up, you've got the Jets-Panthers game. Panthers pull ahead for 1914 14 over the Jets. Sam Darnold throwing 24-35, 279 yards and a touchdown. Christian McCaffrey had 21 carries, 98 yards. Um, how solid game. Now Sam Darnold returning to where he got drafted. Same thing with Robbie Anderson showing up where he played a lot. There's that old connection coming back together and made both did very good. Um, yeah, Zach Wilson threw 20-37, 258 yards, two touchdowns and the reception. But he clearly was under pressure a lot during that game. You know, you could tell that he was. You know, especially if Mackay Beckton's now been out for a bit. Um. Uh, Corey Davis also had five receptions, 97 yards, and two touchdowns on that. And for the Jets, but Christian McCaffrey, just the big player of this game. If you had him on your fantasy team, I mean, that's just great. I mean, nine receptions to 89 yards, and obviously with 21 carries to 98 yards. That's insane, that's just amazing, I don't know how many games and points that is, but that's a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, So now we move on to the next game. next game is the Giants at the Broncos. I'm sorry, Broncos at the Giants. Um, So this game, I would have picked the Giants. Honestly, I was very high on the Giants coming in this season. You know, that's what I would have thought going into that game. Well, I mean, I would, actually, for the other three games, I, I'll say I would have picked the Buccaneers, I would have probably picked the Bills, and I probably would have picked the Panthers. So I would have been, what, two or three on that. And for this game, I would have picked the Giants, so I'd be, you know, two for four. But, you know, in this game, it was it was a decently fun game to watch for a while. It did kinda of slow down a bit at times though. Um Yeah, you know, the it was a very slow game because, you know, if you see I don't know what the team spent the amount of time that the uh, uh Broncos spent on offense, it is crazy. Yeah. Thirty five minutes a game was spent with the Broncos being on offense. And the Giants only twenty-four minutes. I mean, it. A lot of the Broncos' drives took a while, and they were slower progressing. Mm-hmm. You know, get it down the field slowly, get first downs, slower paced. But um, so let's move on to the stats. Actually, mm-hmm. I don't know why I said that. Mm-hmm. But stats now. Um, Tate Bridgewater threw twenty-eight of thirty-six, two hundred and sixty-four yards, and two touchdowns. Daniel Jones threw twenty two of thirty seven, two hundred and sixty seven yards, and touchdown. Teddy Bridgewater played very good that game. You know they may have found a guy. That's what I. I'd I. They played very good. So, um. Anyway, Daniel Jones also played solid, but not you know, good enough. You know, yeah. And then in the rushing game. As much as I'd like to say it was a letdown that Saquon Barkley didn't do that good, I really can't say that. Saquon Barkley had 10 carries, 26 yards. But, you know, he's coming off of an injury. He's obviously going to come come back slow. And he obviously wasn't going to get the 25 carries a game. So he only gets 10 carries as opposed to his normal, like, what, 20? So I think that's losing a is good wasn't getting as big of a workload that we all used to see him. So that's why he was a bit disappointed in this Um They also had Daniel Jones who ran six carries, 27 yards. And it's on the Denver side, Melvin Gordon had 11 carries, 101 yards, and Javante Williams had 14 carries and 45 yards. Receiving-wise, Jerry Judy, who got injured during the game, sadly, uh, had six receptions, seventy-two yards. Um, no, they had six receptions and sixty-two yards. On Giants' end receiving, uh, Stone Shepherd played great, seven receptions, one hundred thirteen yards, and a touchdown. Slayton played solid, three receptions, sixty-five yards. Galladay was pointer and then again, four receptions, six targets for sixty-four yards. Yeah, Jerry Judy suffered an ankle injury and he was carted off the field. He should be back later this season, though. So that's gonna be good. So that's that game. I'll, I'll come back with all the injuries after I go over all the games. You know, and then I'll we'll, we'll be able to figure out who's out for how long, all of that. Because I know people want to figure out, oh, how long are you going to be out? Well, long? no, no, no. no the best players in going to be out, oh no, you yeah. know, people want to figure that stuff out, Yeah. You know, like, I don't, if I'm a Broncos fan, I'm like, oh no, how long is Jerry Judy, uh, how long is Jerry Judy out, oh no, you know, that's at least what I think, I'm not sure but I mean, I'm not a Broncos fan, so I'm not as big on, you know, Jerry Judy, you know? but anyway, nothing that. The uh, Eagles beat the Falcons 32-6, as they probably should. It's the Falcons. Gillenerts went 27-35, 264 yards, and three touchdowns. Miles Sanders had 15 carries, 74 yards. And then Devonta Smith caught his first NFL touchdown, six receptions, 71 yards, and a touchdown. Very solid overall game from the uh, Eagles, Falcons, I don't know, You mean, so, I mean, uh, oh, you know, he is kind of not as good now that you don't have Julio Jones and Matt Ryan's getting older, your defense, it's just, they're just a team that needs to rebuild, and it makes sense that they do those kind of games. Um, anyway, next game, an overtime game, you probably all heard about an overtime game, it's an overtime But, uh, Bengals beat the Vikings 27-24. Kirk Cousins thirty-six of forty-nine, yards, and two touchdowns. Now, normally I'd be ticked off, mad, whatever you want to call it. That Kirk Cousins is throwing it forty-nine times, considering it's also Kirk Cousins. I'm um, not. Nah, I'll, I'll admit it. I'm not because Kirk Cousins only had he had to throw forty-nine yards, or t- t- not 49, 49, times, forty-nine times, because it went into overtime. At the next what, ten passes that you take. Justin Jefferson also is one for one for eleven yards on his pass on the right. that's probably trick play. Dalvin Cook was a bit disappointed, twenty carries sixty one yards and a touchdown. Not bad, but a bit disappointed as Dalvin Cook. Uh, Joe Burrow threw twenty of twenty seven, two sixty one yards and two touchdowns. Surprised he didn't throw it as much because you know it's Joe Burrow. You wanna see what you got in him because you didn't see it all last season. So he got injured for half of it. So I'm surprised they didn't throw it much also considering we had Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, etc. In the run game, Joe Mixon got the big work twenty nine carries, one twenty seven yards, and a touchdown. So that's where all it plays for young. Um on the Minnesota receiving side, Justin Jefferson had 5 receptions, 71 yards, Adam had 9 receptions, 92 yards. For Cincinnati, 5 receptions, 101 yards, for Jamar Chase, Teagans had 4 receptions, for 58 yards. Yeah. So overall, it oh, probably would have been a fun game to watch. I didn't end up watching that one. I was not able to watch any of the 1:00 1 o'clock ones except for the end of like, like the TV, but I out, uh, so I can watch, so, up next, the next game, is Niners Lions, now this, I saw a bunch of the game breaks and all that, you no know, problem, for, for this game, this had to have been a fun game to watch, Sorry, I keep bumping my mic, but, it was close, considering the Lions, biggest underdogs. Like they're supposed to be one of the worst teams in the league. They come out and put up a good fight against a team that most people have being really good in the 49ers. I don't have anything as good but uh top division that's why they a lot of teams haven't been really the 49ers being really good and the Detroit Lions, you know, come into this game, you know, huge underdogs, and they come and put up a big time fight against a good 49ers. I, I you know, probably would have been Uh Jimmy Garoppolo threw seventeen to twenty-five, three hundred and fourteen yards and a touchdown. Trillion's got one pass that game, and that was he was one of one on it, five yards and his first NFL touchdown. Now Jared Goff on the and again you'll hear this a lot from me Dad, but he threw it way too many times. Fifty seven times 38 of 57 338 yards three touchdowns in interception. second you still shouldn't be throwing it 57 times Like hands off to your running back now, maybe I don't know And I'm, I'm not an apple coach or anything. I don't think you should be throwing the ball 57 times Unless it goes into over which is then somewhat justified But you know DeAndre Swift only got eleven carries and only had thirty nine yards, and Jamal Williams had nine carries. Yards. It's not horrible. You know, the running game wasn't horrible, but I would have loved to see them run it a bit more because they got DeAndre Swift, a solid running back. On San Francisco end, they ran plenty of times. Elijah Mitchell had nineteen carries, one hundred and four yards. Most are only had two carries, twenty yards. But still, like that's. You know, that one guy's getting that bigger, bigger workload. But she like, you know, should be ready. Uh For the receiving end on both teams, Debo Samuel led the game with nine receptions, 189 yards, and a touchdown. His long game, 79 yard touchdown. Um, That was a phenomenal game, 189 yards. That was good. George Kittle coming back from Andrew, 4 receptions, 78 yards. Solid game from him. Uh, Detroit and TJ Hawkinson, 8 receptions, 97 yards. And touchdown, DeAndre Swift also had 8 receptions, 8 and 65 yards out of the backfield. So, a very solid game there, I would say. Now, next up, we've got the disappointment any Titans fan, (laughs) oh my, Uh, Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals come out in Tennessee and drop 38 points and only lost 13 against a very good Titans team, the Titans team that's supposed to be very good and everything, and they just come and do that. Um, Kyler Murray 21 of 32, 289 yards, 4 touchdowns, and only 1 interception. That was fun to watch, I'd say. I mean, I only, I didn't watch all these games, but that had to have been fun to watch. Tannehill threw 21 of 35, 212 yards, a touchdown, in interception. So definitely not as good as Kyla. In the running game, Derrick Henry 17 carries, only 58 yards, not what you need to be seeing out of all. The best running back in the league. You could argue. Um for Arizona, though, they had you know, two solid running backs. James Conner, 16 carries, 53 yards. Chase Edmonds, 12 carries, 63 yards. Kyler Murray had five carries and 20 yards and a touchdown because he's you know kind is more mobile and will do that kind of stuff. Now receiving end. DeAndre Hopkins, six receptions, 83 yards and two touchdowns. Christian Kirk had uh, five receptions, 70 yards, and two touchdowns. I mean, you expect them to throw it a lot with that kind of receiving cores. Also, you get like Rondell Moore and AJ Green. But more was disappointing. Titans receiving core. Four receptions, 62 yards from Chester Rogers. He was the best receiver. AJ Brown only had four receptions, 49 yards, and Julio Jones had a Easily three receptions, twenty-nine yards in his Titans debut. Can't be having that from um, you know. They, this is a team that should be contending right now, and they're just not. If, if you know after this game, I, I'm not as high on them. Don't, you know, going into the rest of the season, they not pick up as much just because they lost for the Cardinals. And I like the Cardinals a lot. They're gonna be good, I think. But you can't. You gotta make that a close game. The, you know, you gotta come in, be you know, you know, make it a, you know maybe thirty-eight, twenty-eight, you know, gotta keep it close. Not thirty-eight to thirteen. You lost by twenty-five points. You can't be having that as think you want know, 10 studies. Um, you know, now we got Seahawks, Colts. Seahawks won 28-16 over the Colts. I can't say that I'm I'm not shocked, I don't know I'm not shocked, I'm not shocked at all. Um, Russell Wilson, 18-24, I'd expect him to go a bit more than that, but 254 yards and four touchdowns so very good anyway. And Carson Wentz went 25-38, 251 yards two touchdowns, solid game from his block, him as well. But I'm not shocked in the way that they've lost because it's the Seahawks, A and B. Once you know, is definitely rusty. But that's pretty obvious, I'd say. Po- you know, possibly I think that that's, could be a thing. But I didn't watch this game, so I'm not positive on any of this stuff. But. Jonathan Taylor had 17 carries, 56 yards for the Colts. Um, and Chris Carson for the Seahawks had 16 carries, 91 yards. So both teams had some solid running backs and ran it a fair amount of times, which I like. You've know, you got to have you know, some of um, For the Indianapolis receiving, Jonathan Taylor, the running back, other men receiving yards, 6 receptions, 60 yards. Their, and then their next best was the other running back, Naheem Hines, who had 6 receptions, 48 yards. And then the first receiver. That pass with four receptions for three yards. But like, you can't have your top-tier receivers being one of That's the And then for Seattle, we stated, you know, the top two being receivers. Tyler Lockett, four receptions, 100 yards. DK Metcalf, four receptions, 60 yards. and touched them. Lockett also had two touchdowns. And then tight end, Will Dizley, three receptions, forty seven yards. You know, at least the wide receivers are a bit more involved. Yeah, that's in my opinion. Uh, next up, now this is a game I'm going to talk about today. The Chargers versus the football team. The Chargers coming in this season with high hopes and Justin Herber all this. He's supposed to be a big guy, on I mean, big man on campus. Huge. Because, you know, coming off this rookie of the year, he's supposed to be a great player and all that. And you, you could say he lived up to it. I, I think he did. Now he threw it a bit too many. They threw it a bit too many times. I'm not going to blame that on Justin Herbert. Thirty-one to forty-seven, 200 plays and more, touchdown interception. Um, that's not that bad. But here's the thing. i might talk a bit. About. Here's the big. Yeah. Ryan's Pat, Ryan Fitzpatrick, out six to eight weeks. I'm pretty sure he got injured. I'm not sure what the injury was but he only threw 3 for 6-13 night before and, again, and off and Taylor Heineke comes in throws eleven for fifteen hundred twenty two 15 122 yards and a touchdown not bad at all yeah, considering coming in you know he's come in not expecting to uh, and then he also in the running game did the pretty solid out to Antonio Gibson 20 carries and 90 yards and Eckler on the rush and, and for the Chargers had fifteen carries fifty seven yards. Not bad, both with these because, you know, they also had a few other people, you know, another person targeted for the for the Chargers they had another player that got in college. eight carries, twenty seven yards for Larry Roundtree, or, or, you know, so when we want to go see them, Terry McClure and Scary Terry had four receptions, sixty two yards. Logan Thomas had three receptions, three yards and a touchdown down. From the Chargers they had Keenan Allen with 9 receptions, 100 yards. Mike Williams had 8 receptions, 82 yards, and touchdown. So overall solid from them and their receiving 4 You'd expect that from a better city board, I So I'd expect them to win that game. I would definitely you know, expect them to win that game. And it definitely helped them that the football team starting quarterback, Ryan Fitzpatrick, got injured you we don't know. if it's Patrick, it's magical, it's tragic. Game. Um, this game I heard was a thriller. I didn't actually watch this one. I I actually I watched a bit of it, but Chiefs beat Browns 33-29, and and caught a nail biter. Patrick Mahomes 36 thirty six, thirty seven yards and three touchdowns. You know, good game from him as you'd expect from uh, Patrick Mahomes. Um, and on the other side, Baker Mayfield, 21 of 28, 321 yards in the reception. Not bad outside, you know, getting from the touchdowns. But the running game is where they got that. You know, Nick Chubb had two, and Kareem Hunt had one. Chubb and also had one. Running. Touchdown. Mm-hmm. So for rushing-wise, you know, also Chubb had 83 yards on 50 carries. 15, sorry. Uh, and then Kareem Hunt had six carries for 33. Um, the Kansas City, Clyde Edwards, a layer, 14 carries, the 43 yards. Holmes also five carries, 18 yards. So, a solid game for both teams. Receiving wise, Tyreek 11 receptions, 197 yards, and touchdown. Travis Kelsey, six receptions, 76 yards, and two touchdowns. On um, the cool side, David Njoku, tight end, had three receptions, 76 yards. Travis Landry. In 71 years. Keep in mind that Odell Beckham Jr. not play this game. He sat it out after taking part in one. He sat it out because he's you know, still not fully back. And you could say he's cleared to play and everything. He just won't. So closing in on our final few games. Next up, we got the Dolphins The Patriots. The Dolphins won that game, seventeen to sixteen. And that one probably was a fun one division matchup, so that was had to be a good fun, especially with Patriots. Because um, they were you know, with Mac Jones, you know, I think he would be solid, all the free agency acquisitions, I guess, so I thought they'd be good you know, a fun team to watch, but apparently they now, it probably was a fun game to watch. But they lost to the Dolphins and Tua uh, threw sixteen to twenty seven, two hundred and two yards, a touchdown interception. Also went four carries in a yard. So not much there either. But uh Mac Jones had a solid game as well, twenty nine to thirty nine, two eighty one yards and a touchdown solid but not great. Um so with the rushing, uh New England's rushing. Damian Harris had 23 carries, 100 yards. Miles Gaskin for the Miami Dolphins had 9 carries, 49 yards. Not many. There didn't run a lot based off the amount of times they passed it. Devontae Parker got 4 receptions, 81 yards. Jalen Waddell got 4 receptions, 51 yards, and a touchdown. Miles Gaskin got 5 receptions, 27 yards. It was a lot more spread around in the passing. A lot more people got it thrown to them. As opposed to running. They also probably didn't have the ball as much, I'd assume, based off the amount of passes and rushes that the Patriots threw more times and uh and ran more times. So I'd assume they had the ball more. In you know, receiving wise for the Patriots. You know, Agler did solid five receptions, seventy two yards. James White out of the back had six receptions, forty nine yards. So you know, a solid game from them overall, I think like the Patriots could have easily won it. you know that game i feel like there's gonna be a lot of these kind of i think they're gonna be a lot of these kind of games this season you know those close you know games i guess so uh next up we've got the uh let me get back to it um the next game we'll be going over is uh, Packers Saints. Now this this was kind of, I guess, annoying to be a Packers fan. The Packers lose 38-3. Jameis Winston didn't even like have to do much. 14-20, 148 yards, and five touchdowns. I mean, five touchdowns still that's good. And he didn't he didn't throw any interceptions. So, you know, that's always good. Uh Aaron Rodgers threw fifteen to twenty eight, hundred and thirty-three yards and two interceptions. So Jameis Winston did play better than Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love also went five of seven sixty eight yards. <laughs> Weird to say that. Kyle, Jordan Love, sorry. I was getting that much time. Um rushing for the Packers. Um A. J. Dillon had four carries, nineteen yards, and Aaron Jones had five carries, nine yards. So no one they didn't run it much, A. And B, I mean, they didn't do good. They, you know, they didn't run it enough and they didn't do good in those runs. Now for the uh Saints, um Kamara had twenty carries, eighty three yards since we saw it. and then Trey Jones Tony Jones, why well, I'm thinking Tray Jones. Tony Jones Jr. had 11 carries and 50 yards, so it was a lot more, you know, spread out in that kind of case. they The Packers didn't even do that good receiving. Five receptions, 56 yards for Devontae Adams. And Randall Cobb had one reception, 32 yards. Not much there. Um, two receptions, 72 yards for the Saints' best receiver, Deontay Harris. And then it was Jawan Johnson with three receptions, 21 yards. So, you know, solid game from the Saints. Just I don't think it was that they played solid or anything. I think it was because the, you know, Packers didn't play good. You know, I would have picked the Packers in that game, and I think a lot of people would too. Next up, Rams-Bears. Rams win that one 34-14. Stafford had 20 of 26, 321 yards and three touchdowns. So a good game from him, you know, on the um, not Lions. And why do I keep thinking of the Detroit Lions and Matthew Stafford? He's not on that team anymore. He's on the Rams, um, but anyway, with the Rams quarterback, who is no, or sorry, not the. Chicago quarterback now. Andy Dalton, 27 to 38, 206 yards in the interception. So solid but not really great. And that really opens the door for Justin Fields to come in quicker. Um for Chicago, the rushing was good too. Sixteen carries, 108 yards for David Montgomery. He's definitely a very solid running back. Um for LA's rushing, Darrell Henderson had sixteen carries, seventy yards and a touchdown. So solid from him too, but probably not. As good as it could be. I'm not sure if Sony Michelle got injured, but... Let me check that real quick. Sony Michelle, why did he only get one carry? Let me see. Okay, so he didn't get injured. Why did he only get one carry? That's shocking, I guess. Anyway, for the... Rams receiving. Cooper Cup did solid with seven receptions on during eight yards. Van Jefferson, two receptions, 80 yards. For Chicago, they didn't do it quite as good. Allen Robinson only had six receptions, 35 yards. Cole Komet had five receptions, 42 yards. And Marquise Goodwin had four receptions, 45 yards. So, overall, just, you know, outplayed by the Rams. That's about it. Um. So, earlier in the podcast, I did predict the game between the Ravens and the Raiders, so that that was from a few days ago before it even happened, now it's after that game, it was the 33-27 win for the Raiders in overtime, um, geez, that that was a fun one to watch, you know. I mean, the Vegas Raiders aren't a great team, but the Ravens just played bad and they didn't have half their players because they were out injured. Lamar Jackson was only 19 to 30, 235 yards and a touchdown. Not as good as you need him to be in the passing game. Derek Carr, meanwhile, threw maybe a bit too many times, but 34, 56, 435 yards, two touchdowns and interception. But I can excuse it because it was an overtime that he got hat some of those. I have, what I'm thinking. Um, Josh Jacobs on the ground had 10 carries, 34 yards, and two touchdowns. You know, it's solid there. I mean, the two touchdowns at least is. But, I mean, I'd expect this from Lamar Jackson. I mean, at least he kept up his end of the bargain in the running game. 12 carries, 86 yards. That's, you know, at least good. He at least did something there. And his receivers didn't let down their end of the bargain because Marquise Hollywood Brown had... Six carries six, six receptions, sixty-nine yards. And Sammy Watkins had four receptions, uh, ninety-six yards. Um but neither did Vegas. Vegas didn't disappoint either. Waller had ten receptions, 105 yards. Brian Edwards had four receptions, eighty-one yards, Hunter Renfro, six receptions, seventy yards. Just generally good job from them. And that's not what I expected to happen. But it happened nonetheless, I guess. So now I guess I'm going to start predictions for week two. And go. also, actually, first I should go over Thursday Night Football. In this one, Taylor Heineke came up huge. Taylor Heineke, the Washington football quarterback now because, uh, what's his name? Uh, Fitzpatrick is injured. He threw 34 46, 336 yards, two touchdowns and interception. A great game from him. And they won on a game winning field goal. That's crazy. Um anyway, uh for the Giants, Daniel Jones at 22 of 32, 249 yards in touchdown. Not great, but not bad. Um, Daniel Jones, rushing, also had nine carries, 95 yards, and a touchdown. So he was the best running back in the whole game, and he's the quarterback. You can't have that. Barkley only got 13 carries and 57 yards. Not bad considering he only got 13 carries. Yeah, well, you're not expecting him to just come in and do all this. 20 carries, 23 carries, you know what I mean? All those big time carries. I wouldn't expect that. So, it makes sense that he's only getting 13. But for Washington, 13 carries into Fran Antonio Gibson. He had 69 yards. J.D. McKissick also had four carries, 10 yards. There's a touchdown. Um, but receiving-wise, Giants, as expected from me at least, had a good receiving game. Sterling Shepard, 9 receptions, 94 yards. Uh, Darius Slayton, 3 receptions, 54 yards. Kenny Galladay has a bit under underachieved, I guess you call it. 3 receptions, 38 yards. Darius Slayton also had a receiving touchdown. Washington didn't disappoint either in theirs. J.D. McKissick had 5 receptions, 83 yards. Terry McLaurin had 11 receptions, 107 yards, and a touchdown. So both teams haven't disappointed in terms of their, I guess, in certain parts of the game they haven't disappointed. Because Washington at this point is 1-1. Giants are 0-2, but they've had decent, you know, at times they've been good. But they just haven't been consistent enough. That's one of the bad things. I think they still have to gain some chemistry. You know, but that's something you can't just get over tonight. So now let's preview all the games from Sunday and then Monday night football. So tomorrow, Saints-Panthers. I'm going to go ahead and predict the Saints coming off of their, uh off their big upset win over the Packers. I'm going to go with them. You know, Saints, probably, I'm going to get, I'm, you know, they're probably going to overachieve what most people thought they were going to do. So if they can just keep doing that, and they'll win those kind of games that they should win and they shouldn't be close. If they're beating the Packers by that much, that game shouldn't be close. You know, and I don't think the Panthers are a bad team, but they're just not going to be able to keep up with that. You know, with, uh, if, even if and Winston plays half, you know, as good as they did, they should still win that game. I don't think there's any, I guess, butts about it. So, next up, uh, Raiders-Steelers. Now, I have the Steelers win that game. Coming off their upset win over the Bills. Now, Steelers are going to be a good team, always will be a good team, I think. But the Vegas Raiders are a bit of a wild card kind of team. You don't know what you're going to get out of them on every night, I feel like. I feel like that could happen. So I'm going to go with the Steelers, you know, because I think I trust them a bit more. Up next, we have Bengals-Bears. I have the Bengals winning that game. The Bengals, I'm going to go with the young, up-and-coming talent over, you know, solid team, but just not making the right quarterback decision, I guess. That's my reasoning behind that. Um, Next game, Texans, Browns, I think we all know it's going to be the Browns, most likely. So, I don't think I need to really explain that. Um, huh. Next up, this is going to be a fun game, I think. Rams-Colts. I have the uh, Rams winning that game. The Colts just didn't look good during their last game. So I'm going to go with the Rams. I, yeah, I'm a believer in the Colts, but I don't know if Carson wants the answer. We'll have to kind of see that now in this game as he kind of shakes off the rest from that injury. But we'll see again about that. Now we have Bills-Dolphins. This is going to be a fun game. Dolphins coming off a big win against the Patriots. I bet the but I bet the Bills are gonna be super hungry after their upset loss to the uh, Steelers. I'm expecting the uh, I'm expecting the Dolphins actually to win this game. I think they're gonna ride the momentum pretty well, and the Bills are gonna get upset again and uh, un- underachieve after this first game. They're gonna lose some confidence. That's just kind of wild guess. I think you could call it. Um, next game, Patriots-Jets. I think we all go Patriots there. Jets just young, developing still. Not there yet. So that's why I have the Patriots. Not because the Patriots are a great team. I think they can be a good team. That's also behind one of the reasons. But I think it's, the Jets are just not as good and still need to develop. Next up, 49ers-Eagles. I have the 49ers winning that game. The Eagles- they won, but they were against the Falcons. They can't just keep winning. The reason they won that is because it's against the Falcons. The Falcons aren't a good team. It's one of the few teams they can't beat. So, I mean, 49ers, they're, just, they're, they're a solid team. I don't think you can argue that. Yeah, I think they're going to come through with the win there. Next up, Broncos, Jaguars. Um, the I have... Broncos winning that game, like this, like coming off a of pretty good looking performance against the Giants. I think they can carry that through against a Jaguars team that performed horribly against the Texans. Not gonna say I'm shocked, so I'm gonna take the Broncos. They looked impressive in Week One, so I'll take them. Um, Vikings, Cardinals. I'm going Cardinals. They look spectacular. In their game against... Who was it last week, actually? Who did they play last week? Let me just check that real quick. Because I they did look good. Yeah, they looked great against the Titans. That's who it was. They... You know, and I'm going to take that momentum. And I think they can easily take that game. You know, the Vikings aren't a bad team. But I think the Cardinals... You know, from my... Preseason predictions, I think they're a really good team. You know, you might know that if you listen to that one. You know, that's that's what I think, though, that things change. I'm not changing that quite yet. Next up, Buccaneers, Falcons. No one's shocked. I'm going Buccaneers. I think, you know, reigning Super Bowl champs 1 0, Falcons lost to the Eagles, a team they could have beat still. So, you know, well again see how that goes, but I'm gonna go Buccaneers. I don't think I need to explain that one that much. Uh, next up, Cowboys Chargers. I'm gonna go um I'm gonna go Chargers. Their team that looks solid in their opener against Washington. Cowboys I think are just gonna keep kinda of disappointing. They just haven't been great in the past, and I think they just kinda of disappoint again this year. I didn't have them that high in any of my rankings, so, you yeah, know, we'll see. But that's my opinion. Next up, I have Titans, Seahawks. I got the Seahawks. Titans didn't look good in their opener, and that's one. Of the, I think that's the big reason why I'd pick the Seahawks. Plus, the Seahawks are still a good enough team to beat them either way. It'll, if not, it'll be a close game. Next up, Chiefs, Ravens. I have Chiefs. I don't think there's a shock here. Chiefs are the you know, runner, former run former Super Bowl champion from two years ago and runners-up from this past year. I um, think they win that one pretty comfortably considering the Ravens are injured a lot. So, you know, with with, with um, Lamar Jackson, you still have a chance, but you always will. But I don't think he's going to carry him through the Chiefs. Anyway, last game, Monday Night Football, we have the Packers and the Lions. I'm going to go with the Packers but I'm a bit skeptical still. You know, the Lions looked pretty solid in their opener. Just couldn't pull it out. And the Packers looked crap in their opener, but I think they're still the better team and I think the better team's going to take that win. So, I'm going Packers there by I think maybe 10. Um, but that's it for today's episode of the Football Front. I hope y'all enjoyed I really enjoyed recording this one, you know, all my week one and week two stuff. I I enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it just as much as I did. I'll see y'all next week. Thank you for listening. Thank y'all for listening to this episode of Football Front. I will see you next week.